Hey Cheryl Crows, it's us again. And all we want to do is have some fun. Demental rights for everyone. And encourage you once again to give your time, voice, support, and if you can, your dollars to our black communities and the fight against systemic racism. Hey Nat, why don't we share some organizations our listeners could donate to? Okay. How about the NAACP Legal Defense Fund? The Bail Project? Campaign Zero? The Marsha P. Johnson Institute? House of Gigi? There are so many! And our episodes already run pretty long. That they do. So, please consider donating to these wonderful, worthy organizations. And without further ado, this week's episode. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome back to Shared History. History, it's finger licking good. No, I had no. No? I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. Well, you know, Natalie, that's history for you. Stop licking the history. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother lick us? I don't recommend it. There's a lot of, lots of plague and whatnot in history. Yeah, Don't don't... lick history. Only lick cats' buttholes as (laughs) documented in season one. Our Um, plague episode. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Shared History. Uh, we have with us again our beautiful guest, Chicago filmmaker Cassie Balschmidt. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, hello. And as always, because what would we be doing without him talking into microphones that aren't plugged in or into hairbrushes? It's DJ DJ Rip recording remote across the Midwest, across the <laughs> Midwest. <laughs> wow, that was a beat and a bop. <laughs> Listeners, as you remember, we are recording remotely, so getting the DJ Rip in time is very difficult. Yeah, so it's a I fun challenge. It is. That- DJ Rip, how do you think we did? Yet to be seen. Uh, actually, <laughs> or, you know what? Heard. Confidence. Uh, y- crushed it. We crushed it. Oh. Technology is uh, not but an obstacle, but a tool for us yeah. on our side. God. And I will see you at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Your Thanks. validation is exactly what I needed to get through the rest of the day, Rip. Thank you yeah. so much. Thanks, Pod Daddy. Happy to, uh, oh boy. All right. Yeah, I'm happy to, <laughs> happy to help. <laughs> oh, I love being able to make Rip uncomfortable from afar. <laughs> um, we are back here with Cassie she, so that she has a chance to listen to us, you know, spin a yarn or whatever old folks say. Um, and, and, interrupt us as much as we interrupt her during her, her amazing story about Francis Marion, which um, honestly, like, 
was a great tee up for a bunch of badass ladies that I'm going to tell you guys. Oh, about. do they have some hell's FME yeah. coming up? Oh yeah, some Francis Marion energy. Oh hell yes, mm-hmm. I'm living for that big FME energy. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, and also from a timeline perspective, fits very nicely after that. So if you guys uh, haven't listened to our episode on Francis Marion that Cassie told us that story, do so. Um, you don't have to stop and go listen to it now because it doesn't uh, necessarily apply to what I'm about to tell you, but I just recommend it anyway. Um, because I'm going to tell you ladies the tale of something that I wish was uh, on the extracurricular list at my university. Sadly, it was not. Um, called the Anti-Flirt Clubs. What? Okay, you piqued my curiosity. Flirt clubs. Um, it's 1920s Washington D.C. Cass, you know I love to, you know, just set a scene, put myself in the moment. Fanny Pemberton. Uh, Fanny Pemberton and I are hanging out in 1920s Washington D.C. Um, and you're a lady who is sick of getting catcalled from cars and on street corners. Where do you turn? You join the Anti-Flirt Club, a club composed of young women and girls who have been embarrassed by men in the, uh, out, while out in the world because <gasps> apparently, in the early Prohibition, this problem was rampant. So these, these men weren't even drunk. They just were like, you know what? I wish I was drunk. Instead, I'm going to go whistle at a young lady i don't have any booze i need something else to distract me i i don't have any booze so i need to go find some booze um i you know i said that i wish that the anti-flirt club was a thing when i was in college but i'm gonna be real i wouldn't have been welcome there because i was a huge flirt (laughs) still am um so uh the oh yeah so there's an anti-flirt club it was like formed the first one was formed in washington dc um the uh secretary of the anti-flirt club miss helen brown is quoted in a washington post article from the time uh february 28th 1923 to be exact i wonder if i accidentally deleted a paragraph whatever uh we're doing it um saying that, quote, too many motorists are taking advantage of the precedent established during the war by offering to take young lady pedestrians in the in their cars. These men, quote, continued, don't all tender their invitations to save the girls a walk. And while there were, quote, other varieties of flirts, motorists were the absolute worst of the offenders. So I would have drive by. Right? Just a drive-by cat call. I wish that they weren't still a thing. Yeah. I was going to say, hashtag can't relate. Yeah. That's uh, a joke, guys, because <laughs> I can. Be, uh, have you, uh, my favorite, do you guys regularly feel like you get cat called and crap from cars when you are quite literally like wearing like sweatpants and a top yes. knot it's never when you're like dr- dolled up like Ooh, no hoochie mama it's like i look like garbage yeah be like Absolutely. i don't like me right now <laughs> right i was followed <gasps> no 
Yeah. It's, right, spoil- it's real out there, guys. S- spoiler alert. Uh, it turned out okay. Cassie was followed, but not, uh, you know, like murdered or anything. She's uh, still with I us. I am alive. Uh, or this is time. this a ghost whisper situation? Oh, no. We know that Natalie is leaning into that. Um, so it would make sense. Yeah. Narrating her seances. Little did you know, the whole last episode was just Natalie the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Natalie, Hashtag hire Natalie. Natalie, we're in the middle of a seance. Cassie's trying to reach us. She wants to tell us about Do, Give us Cassie's voice. All right. How would you narrate for Cassie if she were a ghost? Hi, this is Cassie. Um, I want to tell you about some film history. Oh, my God. That's insane. You sound way cuter than me. That's disgusting. I couldn't tell who was talking (laughs) just now. It's wild. It's wild. Wow. You are such a good ghost whisperer. I'm I you know, I try. Um, So the anti-flirt clubs uh, are great. Um, There's not a ton of information about them, but they uh, were in a couple of major cities. Like I know for sure that there's like this D.C. chapter. There was a New York chapter, and of course, your boys in Chicago had a chapter. Um, Okay. I couldn't find a list like this for all of the chapters, but the Washington, D.C. Anti-Flirt Club had... Also, try to say Flirt Club back-to-back. It's not easy. Flirt Club, Um, Flirt Club, Flirt Club. Like, like I I don't know. I don't like the double, like the F-L-C-L. Yeah, yeah. Flirt Club. It's it's the one that it doesn't sound like a real word the more you say it. Just Mm -hmm. like when you write it too much, it's just like, this this isn't real. I'm pretty sure this is fake. I keep Fork. thinking. I keep thinking that I'm Fork. supposed to be, that I'm trying to say like flirt cub, and I'm like that's different. That's like yeah, a, flirt not, club, not a great flirt um. club, flirt 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 club, Nope, I failed. You're just showing off, DJ Riv. Yeah, I was afraid it was just going to turn into Fart Club, which is a whole <laughs> once again, which a was club. sequel to Fight Club. Another thing that I was a member of in college. Fart Club? Uh, Fart Club. (laughs) Natalie, everyone knows the first rule about Fart Club is we don't talk about Fart Club. It works perfectly. Right, you fart about Fart Club. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to talk about it. We all smelled it. Yeah, whoever smelt it dealt it. That's what I am. I'm a a smelta delta phi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. New shared history merch, please. <laughs> if you are a shared history fan, yeah, if, that is what if, you need on your shirt. This if, is who also, you are now. Please, if somebody wants to mass produce some uh, paddles for us, Melta Delta Phi. Oh my wow. god. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Sorry. Back wait, to are we are we just gonna riff on this for the rest of the episode? Or Natalie, you have a topic, right? Uh, no, oh, guys. All I club. brought. All I brought was Fart Club. Um, <laughs> She's like, I, I, my research is done. I was hoping I could just have y'all ride off of that. <laughs> yeah. I just know that they existed and that there was one in Washington, D.C. And I had that Washington Post quote and that's it. And I was uh, really hoping we'd get on to farting after that. Yeah. I was like, fingers crossed. <laughs> With this group, I, I didn't have to cross my fingers too hard. I knew we would find our way to farting. That's um, what we're uh, here for, to support you in, your, in all of your fart jokes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, So when we're not farting, we have to (laughs) adhere to the following rules of flirt club. 
Anti-flirt club, right? Anti-flirt club. Okay, okay. These are the Washington, D.C. rules. One, Mm -hmm. don't flirt. Pretty obvious, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) These are the, don't flirt. Those who flirt in haste oft repent in leisure. Wait, what year was this? Uh, 1920. Okay. So we're just throwing some ofts in a row. Yeah, I was like, it's very formal. Uh, two, don't accept rides from flirting motorists. They don't invite you in to save you a walk. Wink. Is there a cool. winky emoji in that? There is in my interpretation as an actor. <laughs> this is a dramatic reading of the flirt club rules. Yes. Don't use your eyes for ogling. They were made for worthier purposes. Oh. Don't go out with men you don't know. They may be married and you could be in for a hair pulling match. (laughs) Okay. This This next one is why there wasn't a winky emoji before. Don't wink. A flutter of one eye may cause a tear in the other. Oh, my God. I need that on, like, a canvas print. <laughs> oh, like, my Like gosh. a live, laugh, love thing. But but that. Yep. With, like, a wink. There's got to be, like, a winking kitten on a poster with yeah. it. Yeah. I like, feel like. Uh, I feel like these are the exact opposite of those, like, as you, did you guys ever see those, like, 1800s? Like flirting acquaintance cards, like the "May I Walk You Home" cards. What? No. Oh my gosh! I will have to see if I can send you a picture of these, uh, so you can post them or whatever. But like this one that I just pulled up is "May I See You Home," or will I have to sit on the fence and watch you meander by? Ooh. NPR did a whole did a thing on this. Um, but yeah, wait—they're like just like eighteen hundreds pickup lines. Yeah, like yeah, it's like a way to see if people are interested or not. Like some of them would have like uh, wor- like uh, names on them, like a check yes or no kind of thing. Yes. Like uh, this is an acquaintance one that says, uh, "Fair lady, may I have the pleasure of seeing you home this evening? If so, keep this card. If not, please return it. If I can't see you home, may I sit on the fence and watch you go by?" So there's a theme here that goes along with your. Anti-flirting. Wait, wait, wait. Situation. I love the idea idea of uh, if I can't if I can't walk you home, please give me this card back. Reduce, reuse, recycle. (laughs) Also, then I have to see you again. Yeah. Oh. Right. Also, why do all of these include fences? I don't know. Everyone's got a fence. Everyone's got a fence for you to sit on. It doesn't sound comfortable. (laughs) Right. It, It just most certainly doesn't. And if you give the card back, he can then reuse it to give to somebody else. So, yeah. you know, like, let them, you know. Um, but uh, there are some very good ones of these if you guys ever have a chance to look them up. They yeah, are I'm a, hilarious. I'm going to need to just, like, have a booklet of these. On the topic of 1800 acquaintance cards, Cass, you'll appreciate this. Yes. One of my favorite things that I've ever done in an acting class ever, and this was at, th- this, like, when I say acting class, I mean, like, theater camp in high school. Um <laughs> We once, we once spent we once spent a good amount of time uh, doing like an exercise where basically we were like pretending we were in like uh, like a Jane Austen era like drawing room, <gasps> yes. and me and my friend just kept flirting with each other. So we were doing a lot of fan work and a lot of like, would you like to take a turn about the room? And then we would like gossip as we like took a turn about the room, and it's and that just it, the these 
these cards are making me think of that. Oh my gosh, I just want to start quoting Pride and Prejudice. I know, you always just want it to It is refreshing after sitting so long in the same attitude, is it not? Oh, you guys are women after my own heart, and like, I am tearing up over here. Because your girl in high school may or may not have read so much Jane Austen that she started slightly talking in Old English, such as in Jane Austen, and was that person um, walking around like that. Cassie, so I feel you. I call my mom Mama. Love I it. say it jokingly, but it's because I started doing it in high school when I was watching so much, like, reading Jane Austen and watching so many mo- of the movies, because I was like, oh, I love how they say, like, Mama and Papa. But it sounds so ridiculous, so I had to just say it jokingly, like, Mama. <laughs> but in your um, heart, you so know it's good. sincere. Yeah. But I still just, like, she's in my phone as Mama. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so good. But it also just looks like Mama. That's true. I don't know. All right, we're ready to start our own anti-flirting club. Uh, Let's well, do it, Matt. but we're going to be set in, like, Jane Austen times. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Let me know the rest of these rules so I can adhere to them. Oh, yeah, Please. there's more. There's more rules. Sorry, uh, I got excited about the cards. No, no, you're fine. Uh, I'm just over here on my fence waiting for more. Yes, I'm watching <laughs> you meander by with your rules. Okay, <laughs> here are the rest of the rules. Don't smile at flirtatious strangers. Mm. Save them for people you know. Don't add. Anic- wait, who know what? No, like save your smiles for people for people that you know versus flirtatious. Mm. Oh, I thought you said people who know. I was oh, like, what do they know? A, a different level of mystery. Scandalous. <laughs> Love this. Uh, don't annex all the men you can get by flirting with many. You may lose out on the one. Don't Wait, be a hussy and flirt with everyone. These are getting better. Uh, <laughs> or are they getting worse? I don't know, but listen to the language in this next one. Don't fall for the slick, dandified cake eater. The unpolished gold of a real man is worth more than the gloss of a lounge lizard. <gasps> okay, There's that is so scandalous. much to pick apart there. <laughs> what is a dandified cake? Oh, you know. You know. You know what that gloss is. Hey, uh, I feel like we need to hear a lot more from DJ Rip on this topic, because something tells me he might be a cake eater. It might be a dandified cake eater. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Look, anyone that's familiar with the the, the series of films, The Mighty Ducks, uh, knows what a cake eater is. What the freaking it? cake eaters! This is high society. Ooh, let them have cake eaters and whatnot. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know. Wow, I thought you were gonna come in like hard and defensive, but really, you just came in and actually dropped a beat. <laughs> that was a, you didn't even have to look up that beat. You knew that beat. Known that, that beat, beat came from the heart. Oh my god. Um, no, Rip. I don't think you're dandified or a cake eater or someone who we would need an anti-flirting club for. I I don't think. I've been accused of being a lot of things, and I don't think I've ever been accused of being dandified. <laughs> Definitely been accused of being a cake eater, though. Like, in the literal sense. They'd be like, Rip, stop eating the cake. I'm sorry. Rip, put the cake down. Get off your fence and stop eating yeah. cake. If anything, That's the club little, we're starting here. Be, yeah. be a little more dandy and stop eating cake. Jeez. Cassie, <laughs> did you dainty. just say... Cassie, did you just say that we're starting the Dandified Cake Eater Club here? And that's Absolutely. What we're- <laughs> Fucking lutely. Um, that's like, 
the only club I want to be in. And I feel yes. like that needs to be like a, a book series like the Babysitter's Club. <laughs> um, if we weren't remoting uh, due to the whole shenanigans, um, I was planning on bringing you baked goods. So we <gasps> literally could, this could have been a thing. I bought baked goods for our recording. That Can could- everyone just slowly sigh into their mics on three? One, two, three. <sighs> there was a moan that in there lasts. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was mine. It's the only way I know how to sigh. <laughs> it's because we were thinking about that cake, man. Yeah. I wasn't oh. sure what kind of sigh it was. I was thinking about the cake. <laughs> okay, okay. We two got more rules. rules. Two more rules. Two more rules. Two more rules. And then we have to move on to the other chapters oh, Jesus. of the of the uh of the anti flirt club. Tell me, tell um, me. I love this one. Um, Don't let elderly men with an eye to a flirtation pat you on the shoulder and take a fatherly interest in you. Those are usually the kind who want to forget they are fathers. (gasps) Ew. Ew. Yikes across the globe. (laughs) Natalie, did you just say yikes, daddy? No, I said yas, daddy. No, no, that word is banned from shared history. Daddy is the worst word. But what about ever? Daddy? I was gonna say she opened this with a daddy. Yeah. Damn it, that's different. It's rip. Yeah, you know me. Once a DJ stripper, always a DJ stripper. <laughs> and then, last but not least, don't ignore the man you are sure of while you flirt with another. When you return to the first one, you may find him gone. That's good advice. I guess they don't prescribe to the whole play hard to get thing then. No. Ah. They also don't subscribe to the whole yes daddy thing. Clearly. I want to know the the interpretation of the 1800s version of yes daddy. Yeah. Yes, papa. (laughs) Yes, papa. Uh, So much more earnest. Yeah. It's important. Uh, important. Important of being. Uh, so, a small nope. national movement was born with chapters springing up, as I said, in Manhattan, Chicago, etc. Um, Manhattan's chapter was actually led by men, including, per the New York Times, hashtag allies. Well, this is in like all the major newspapers. Is what I love is that I also have a quote from the Tribune. I'm sorry if you can hear my cat howling at me in the background. He doesn't like to be told who he can't flirt with. Which cat? (laughs) It's Newton. It's always Newton. It's always Newton. Sir Isaac Newton is yelling. It'd be great if it was Marie Curie, though. Where are you even, Newton? Whatever. Um, (laughs) He's just screaming in the hallway. Um, So the... According to the New York Times, quote, George Carroll, theatrical man, and James Madison, a broker, were the two leaders of uh, Manhattan's anti-flirt club, which I love that George Carroll's, like, job title that they put next to him is just theatrical man. (laughs) Like, he's Um, a fancy man. He's a a theatrical man. Um, He's a drama daddy. (laughs) The uh, title of this episode is going to have to have daddy in it, and I hate that. See, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so you're um, just uh, telling Natalie that she needs to add more daddies into it. Yeah, so. I see. I'm setting myself up for failure. You're it's just true. setting your... Yeah. Uh, 
Manhattan's concerns uh, and like the anti-flirt club of Manhattan's concerns, according to the article, were as follows. In New York's streets, especially in the theatrical districts, hordes of pests, oh wait, hold on, quote, hordes of pests of the masher species are carrying their activities to a point where no woman is safe from approach and insult, end quote. So they refer to them of as a mashers, a masher species. A masher, I didn't know this, I had to look it up, was another term for a skirt chaser. I mean, context clues. Uh, defined by uh, an article in The Atlantic as, quote, a man who made his amorous intentions known in an aggressive manner, maintaining brief relations with various women. So that's a masher. We should bring that word back is yeah. what I'm getting at. It just um, makes me think of like, oh no, like bangers and mash, like sausage and yeah. Hey, are you and a mashed banger? potatoes. Hey, are you a banger? Are you a masher? Hey, is that masher? the Chicago chapter? Masher? I hardly know her. Oh, 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 oh. you went for masher and not banger. Yeah, because one that's, is more relevant to the story. That's true. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm as upset with myself as you are with me. Um, <laughs> Natalie, I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Oh, disappointed, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, okay, so these anti-flirt clubs intended to educate public opinion on the nuisance of flirts mm. uh, and to empower women to prosecute the masher who attempts to force his attentions upon her. The club had no dues. Anyone could join, but the goal was to exterminate the flirt. And they had like signs that said like, <gasps> stop the flirt and like in- exterminate the flirt. Oh, I love that. And New York's, the New York contingent slogan was jail the flirt. Because, okay. And, this was just HR. This is just no sexual harassment, people. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is it's like community HR. You have you have community watch or neighborhood watch, and I yes. have neighborhood HR. <laughs> There's uh, Nancy's there. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so New York contingents slogan was "Jail the flirt" because uh, they were like, we don't want them to just stop if they if they flirt with us. If you whistle. You go in, you go into jail. Uh, <laughs> their insignia was a lizard pierced by a hat pin. Uh, the lizard was a reference to the term lounge lizard, which referred to what is more colloquially known as like a like a well dressed man who like hung out in like a jazz club and music like it was often musicians. If you said a like a barfly, yeah. But they they just generally were like a lounge lizard and a masher are the same thing. Uh, just like dudes who are trying to like woo women with their deceptive charm or whatnot. Um, lounge lizards is one of my f- most favorite improv games. It's one of my most favorite improv games too. Do you want to explain what it is, Natalie? Lounge lizards is an improv game where you come where one by one you come on stage and you pretend that you're a lounge lizard. So people do really over-the-top wonderful characters and uh you're acting like you're a lounge singer and you go out to the audience and you interview an audience member and then you sing basically like an improvised jazz standard (laughs) about that person and then you introduce the next singer 
who's going to be at your like ritzy lounge. And so then another improviser comes out and it's my friend Gina, like beautiful. It was so good at this game. She's like, I, I'm not like a singer or music improviser or whatever, but I think she was like born in that era in her past life. She could just like, she would go up to the the audience member. She's like, Hey, what's your name? Todd? That was the name of my ex-husband. And like, like Ugh, just such would a fun game. Oh my God. It was so fun. And she would end up doing more like bits, like as an old loungy singer than actually singing. But I was oh, like, yeah, I don't that's... even, I don't even want you to sing. <laughs> yeah. Like the song, the song doesn't have to be long or complicated at all. It's it was more just of like the character and the interaction with the audience. It was just such like 1920s real lounge singer. Like, oh my God, I was obsessed. It was so great. Gina, you're amazing. Uh, but I just love the idea of this like insignia with a lizard pierced by a hat pin. We're making like, shirts. How cutting. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, also in New York, a production of the, the Flirt, the show The Flirt, uh, sought to capitalize on the group's notoriety because the group kept being in the newspaper. So, uh, the, so like Broadway was like, "Ooh, let's do a production of The Flirt because free publicity." Um, they promoted their show in December of 1922 with the line, "Anti-Flirt Crusaders, you don't know the half of it." Um, I don't. That's just. That's just theater people being like anything for publicity, please. <laughs> please please come see tickets. me. Please come see the show. Um, also in December 1922, a photo of a man being thrown upside down appeared in the Chicago Tribune <gasps> with the caption, quote, Treat him rough is the war cry of the anti-flirt society. Miss Olga Emmerich, a Cincinnati stenographer, shows how the jujitsu twist of a wrist will send a man flip-flopping, as pictured above. <gasps> yeah! Oh my gosh! Sadly, there was no accompanying article, just this magnificent picture. Uh, Dear readers, again, oh my God. a visual Dear medium. Read- yeah, check out our Instagram because it's gonna be good. Oh, the this photo is gonna be in the Instagram. Um, just mm, ah, mm, chef kiss. I love this so much. This is bizarre, and it sounds like it was like a like a thing. Like this wasn't yeah. just some random like people knew about this. Yeah, like they were like every major city. Was like we have our own anti flirt club situation. Oh my! And, and in New York, what's crazy is so I said that like New York's whole thing was that they want to like jail the flirt. Um, they intended to have their own council to aid in prosecuting cases. So uh, it's unclear like what the men could have actually been charged with because there are no actual laws on the books. But well, like, th- this is just making me think of that sailor kiss photo. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. is that flirting or is that just straight up like. That's a straight up assault. assault. <laughs> That's straight up an assault. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, that iconic uh, uh, VE Day, Victory in Europe Day uh, photo of a sailor like dipping and kissing uh, a girl, um, those people were strangers. And that's. A beautiful photo, but 
Also, that makes Yikes. me think of when Adrian Brody won his Oscar. Halle Berry presented him with the oh, and award, her. and he just like full on made out with her. Yeah, like that was weird. Yeah, Adrian Brody like sucks. Hey, back <laughs> off, back off, my boy. I love, I love a prominent nose <laughs> and a pianist. I love a pianist. Uh, anyway, this is Ode to Joy. <laughs> To call back to our other episode. Uh, the um, World War II classic where he pulls up his piano and goes, hey, you guys want to hear Wonderwall? Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen it. Uh, all, of those, all of those guys, I would, uh, I would prosecute as flirts. Um, or, yeah. as, or as bros or as know, douche canoes or something. <laughs> um, douche so canoe is great. Douche That's canoes. a great word. Uh, it's my favorite mode of transportation. Um, oh. oh no 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 <laughs> you brought that one on yourself natalie <laughs> I, oh, I didn't mean to oh no um, this is challenging <laughs> <laughs> daddy no <laughs> um, no natalie don't okay uh back to my story <laughs> um so there, there weren't any like laws on the books technically that they could charge them with. Though uh, politicians had tried before this point to like basically have like uh, catcalling and like and whatnot be uh, have policies against them. Uh, like in 1897, I'm I mostly included these facts because I think that these gentlemen's names are great. Um, mostly the first one uh okay i'm gonna flip them so that the second one's a better one because comedy in 1897 senator james g mccoon uh, (laughs) recommended that virginia make flirting a misdemeanor uh however this man had also at one point proposed that they outlaw football so uh, i don't know how popular he was uh (laughs) He's not getting the votes. Yeah, he's not getting reelected. Um, and then this is a, this is a name that I love. And uh, also in 1897, uh, Missouri Representative Pritchard B. Hoot. Pritchard? Pritchard B. Hoot. Like I an owl. Yeah. yeah. Like the name of the owl beanie baby. Hoot. Like Hooters, which yep. is hilarious because he's <laughs> very much against it. So yep. good for him. He introduced a bill to regulate flirting on trains, which, as somebody who's ridden public transit ever, I mean, I could get behind. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, who? Um, but though there wasn't really anything that they could probably be charged for, uh, police did arrest mashers, especially the motorists, which I've previously mentioned were the worst of the flirts. Well, it sounds like, yeah, like... Why are the motorists so bad? Is because they can drive away? Yeah. Or yeah. Well, you've got the like, shield. It's like using the internet to bully people uh, instead of like real the, life. They're it's the just trolls. a barrier. Yep. This is the 1920s. Internet trolls are just mashers, ma- motorist mashers. It's basically the version, the 1920s dick pic, unsolicited dick pic is just an unsolicited. Because photographs took so long to develop. (laughs) You gotta just jump in your car. That's a real dedication if you're gonna do that back then. Yeah. Yeah. It was fast. And you had to have probably have like a friend take it too. So it's like, because they gotta gotta get underneath the little blanket. (laughs) 
hold the hold the what's oh the phosphorus what what's that thing yeah it's phosph it's phosphorus isn't it phosphate yeah phosphate and yeah. squeeze a little ball and you better oh. make sure you better make sure that you that you lit that dick <laughs> well the first time because retakes are but you won't really know you won't, you won't know. know it's like when you had to get oh man Kodak remember when you needed to take your little uh portable your little yeah your little uh, uh disposable camera, camera disposable camera with a little twist Mm-hmm. And then you took you your, accidentally use the flash and it's and it's you horrifying. took you took your little disposable camera to camp and then you get your pictures back and realize they're all of like I don't know a thumb a thumb or like I don't know who that camper was why did I need to take a picture with you I was also a camper it's like just a bunch of people at camp I don't know who you are and now I've got pictures of all of y'all yep that is what is the same thing as see taking, but there wasn't. It, it was too. It was too time consuming. So instead, they just got in their cars and like just like, 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 like beep beep. Nice gams. And they kept going. <laughs> nice gams. Yep, that's exactly. This all connects. Yes, mm-hmm. we are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Glad, glad we went through that. <laughs> uh, um, acting Chicago Police Commissioner John Alock issued the following edict on. Can August- you do it in a Chicago accent? Oh, I will. Uh, he issued this edict on August 9th, 1931, which I just want to let everyone know, I did the math. This is my negative 59th birthday that this edict occurred on. Because <laughs> um, you know I'm going to see August 9th in something and figure out how old I wasn't yet. <laughs> what a Leo. Right? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Drama. Okay. I'm going to end up doing a New York accent or, like, something really offensive on accident. Natalie, <laughs> you're go. from Chicago. Well, you're not from Chicago. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not, from, I'm not from Chicago. Am I doing, like, a De Bears? Whatever. Yeah, you're this, De Bears. I got it. I got it. There this, it is. This street flirting has got to stop in Chicago. <laughs> no matter, no longer may young men in automobiles edge over, the, over to the curb and honk their horns at pretty girls on the sidewalk. They must quit ogling women, sorry, aggling women there it is. from loafing places in front of drugstores, cigar stores, and other public hangouts. And he also demanded vigorous prosecution of all offenders. He did all of this while eating a Polish sausage. Hell yeah. And a stogie out the side of his mouth. Of course, yes. And both, he just said a wiener in one side and a stogie <laughs> That like was actually the Chicago walrus. Yeah, the, the great Chicago walrus. Yeah. Ugh, I'm going to make somebody draw me that. Uh, <laughs> uh, women tried. A great number of complaints flooded the precincts. Uh, so they, who's like, you want to vigorously prosecute them? Here we go. Um, so uh, uh, a great number of complaints flooded the precincts. Police were instructed to respond immediately. But if any of the cases ended up in court, they didn't garner any media attention because I couldn't find anything about it other than jujitsu man. Um, although there is an article in the Chicago Defender from 1938, seven years later, uh, that claims that 17 boys were seized by the Perez, pol- the Perez, the police. <laughs> what? Oh my God, I can't talk. 17 boys were seized by the police and residents, quote, smiled as they learned the anti-flirt campaign was on again, end quote. 
But then it all but disappeared from the media since the late 1930s. And we all know the problem persists. Yes. Nevertheless, it persists. Yeah. Are there any common laws now, like any modern day laws that actually deal with this? This is something that's been in the news recently of... uh, Actually, I just saw something of two women, two sisters in... Uh, Britain are trying to get catcalling uh, banned and make it illegal. Right. Uh, and I've heard about other stories um, in the States in the past several years and whatnot about trying to get some sort of legislation on catcalling. And there's, yeah. to my knowledge, there's none. And there's been a push as of late. Yeah, I know that um, in... I know that there's like an anti-harassment week now um, at some point in the year. I'm going to actually try and see if I can find it really quickly. Uh, nope. Um, that that's like a, like a thing that they're trying to get at least as like a social media internet holiday thing. Yeah. But so- um there was uh, there was the first ever anti-flirt week and the only one since um, on March 4th, 1923. And that was started by uh, the Washington, D.C. chapter. So I don't know if it was observed outside of D.C. Uh, do we know what week it was? Because we may need to bring that back. Which we we're already past it. It was beginning of March. Ah. Uh. Yeah, it was like, it's like, it was on, it was started March 4th. Mm. So, womp um, womp. So I found this article um, in uh, the Metro UK article, website, whatever. Um, Sisters Gemma and Maya are leading a campaign to make street harassment or catcalling illegal. Gemma was only 11 when she started getting harassed in the street by adult men. She said... The first time I really remember, it was the middle of the day, and two men in a white van slowed down and started whistling. And they're now trying to bring legislation to London to make it um, illegal. 72, so out of over 3,000 stories submitted to a campaign group called Catcalls of London, 72% were from girls under 17. Like, Like, people are catcalling, like, Children, girls, it's gross. Yeah, that story of me being followed in a car, this is like a legit thing that happened to me while I was in high school. I was probably about 16 when that happened and literally had a guy follow me all the way down the street. I am not, like just as we were talking about, I'm wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt, which first of all, I shouldn't have to say and justify, but I am. (laughs) I'm walking my dogs. And, like, literally for blocks was followed. Because this is, like, if if you're a guy, please ask the women in your life, like, how prevalent this is. Because I guarantee that every woman in your life has had a similar experience of some sort. Because yeah. it's not just something that happened in 1921. It's something that persisted today. Well, and, and men just aren't aware. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think men realize. Like, they know, like, oh, yeah, like... I'm sure girls get hassled all the time or whatever. But when you like would sit down and be like, these are the things that happen or this is how often it happens or these small things all the time. Like I'm sure men would be mortified. And like, I know that um, 
a friend of mine in, oh, I think we were in middle school. Maybe we were in high school, but I think we were in middle school. Uh, had the thing happen. And I love how I have to say had the thing happen because I know that this has happened to so many people. And that's bonkers that I have to preface it that way. But had the thing happen where like a guy like on the like is driving and like pulls over and kind of calls you over to their car to like ask you for directions or whatnot and then you got she like walked up to uh, like just outside his car and dude had no pants on and just was like dick out and in hand wait what yeah you don't know anyone who's you haven't heard anyone tell you a story about this before no no, I've just it's... walked past and that was happening. I haven't been called over though. But yeah, that's, there have been times like yeah. I've just walked like... past and been like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. yeah. I uh, actually, I do have a friend who was at the gym in college, and a a guy like whipped it out and was just like hanging out while she was stretching. You know, like you do. Like you do. God, what like is do. wrong with y'all? Uh, DJ Rip is the only good one. He's the only the good only man. One. Uh, oh, I was also going to, I looked it up um, because you just mentioned France, I believe, actually has a law outlawing verbal harassment. Really? Um, but it, like circa, like it's new. Like, oh, I'm sure. End, like end of 2018. Yeah. Um, well, it's uh, funny because like, it, well, not funny, interesting. Like the just the term anti-flirt club sounds so like. Innocent. Playful. Innocent and goofy and. Yeah whatnot but and catcalling again to people like to men probably who don't get catcalled or don't realize how prevalent it is it seems like it is kind of an innocent thing like a or whatever but it's it happens when we're young like i i got catcalled and all that stuff when i was in middle school and it's always older men because everyone's fucking older than you when you're yeah. In middle school. And it fucks with you and it gets in your head and you start like immediately distancing yourself from men because you're like, oh, you don't know who I am. I'm just a little, yeah. you know, 11 year old girl and you're sexualizing me. So now I've automatically got my guard up around all men. Well, it also just trains you to like not feel safe or comfortable doing mm. things that you as like a 12 year old should just be something that's part of your life like we start you getting like, comfortable being uncomfortable all yeah. the start time being, you start being like oh i because i'm a, a girl uh cannot walk to school yeah or like sit too far in the back of the bus yeah or like like you just like l- like it becomes like learned anxiety and and there was this unfortunately Mm. after the whole me too movement came out um there was this quote like someone tweeted something that was um i'm so tired of being responsible for not getting assaulted Mm. oh god Mm. like it's it's our job to make sure we don't get assaulted yeah it's that is and whether it's whether it's assault or cat call or whatever it's always our quote unquote, and this is sarcasm, responsibility to make sure that people don't do fucked up shit to us. Exactly. And, and the thing is, is where do you draw that line? Like you, people have to be responsible for their own actions at some point. And really at every point, no matter what, you are responsible for your own actions 
and should be held accountable. Yeah. Um, Because it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. It doesn't matter what I do for a living. It doesn't matter, you know, who I sleep with or, you know, what sexuality I am. It's, I am a human person and I deserve respect. And that is the point where, like, women are just trying to fight for is that we are humans we are somebody's sister we are someone's mom which we sh- again shouldn't even have to say i shouldn't even have to qualify my existence by being yeah. related to somebody else yeah i by myself am a human person who is deserving of respect and i hope that like that's something that as we continue to move forward we can continue to teach those kinds of things and tell those kinds of stories of like this is something that is now in the past and teach it like that yeah because um like hopefully we give women those opportunities to tell those stories and to be those people um, that they want to be and give them the examples of, um, you know, kind and respected and respectful human beings on the face of planet earth and beyond. Yeah. And counterpoint. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> DJ Rip, I just said you were the only good one. Whose heart just jumped into their throat right now? Well, Oh, I just had a real like fight or flight response, and and if and if you were in the room with me, it would have been fight. I would have just launched also, across the table. It was palpable I know, because I know Rip is good. Props on your timing there. Yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> Whew. Was but also lot. now we are waiting for the follow up. What is the yeah. counterpoint, Rip? That was it. <laughs> the counterpoint is. Um, just reiterating the, those all of these exact points. Exactly. Counterpoint. Because there is no fucking counterpoint. I counterpoint. respect you so much, Rip. Counterpoint. Yeah, steady. <laughs> oh, and on that note. Oh, oh, I looked it up. Uh, this episode will come out after uh, this year's anti-street harassment week, but I will we'll make sure to post about it anyway. Um, it's... Uh, April 19th to April 25th is the 10th annual anti-international street harassment. Um, we need to get our shirts made before then. Okay, and yeah, cool. everyone start making your exterminate the flirt signs. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone start making, uh, carving from a tree in your own yard, your Smelta Delta Phi paddle. <laughs> Hold on. We're going to have a march where everyone has their like, Stop the flirt, exterminate the flirt, and then Rip's just going to be following us like from five feet with a sign that says counterpoint. (laughs) (laughs) And then the back says there is none. Yeah. As he's walking forward, it just says counterpoint, but in the back, he's like, there is none. You're like, "Ah, nobody, nobody, nobody's going to wait to see the back, and Rip is going to get beat. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to get jujitsu. Let me turn it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait for the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Set up punchline, please. And on that note, I hope you all enjoyed learning about the anti-flirt clubs. I had so much fun. Thank you also, Cassie, for joining us. Thank you guys yeah. for having me again. Yes. Such an honor Always to an- work with uh, such wonderfully strong women and a uh, wonderfully supportive ally in DJ Rip. Uh, the, the most supportive. Rip. DJ Rip. Uh, we love him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we love you a lot. 
Um, um, we've talked about a lot of stuff we're going to be posting on our socials. Uh, you can find us at Instagram, on Twitter, at SharedPod. We're going to be posting all these fun pics and stuff and about... And hey, if we, if we make this merch, you'll be able to see it there, too, because we'll post oh, it there. Oh, and maybe where could they we purchase said merch? Where oh. could they purchase the merch? You can purchase the merch. I hate it and I love it. You can purchase the merch at uh, <laughs> uh, arcadeaudio.net. There's uh, a whole Arcade Audio Network store there, and we will have uh, merch up as soon as uh, we make up our ding-dang minds about what to prioritize. We also Uh, have a Patreon. We also have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash arcade audio. You tell them that you listen to us. One of the levels has, like, exclusive merch as a perk. Uh, so that you don't need a merch perch because then you can merch perk. Um, <laughs> merch perch per, per, perk. Flirt club, flirt club, fart, flirt club, fart, fart, fart club, fart club, fart club. I couldn't even say it once and do it right. The Patreon levels. There's one level that is exclusive smaller merch like pins and stickers and all sorts of cool, fun stuff like that. Koozies. And then uh, the level above that is exclusive, uh, like, uh, 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 apparel and, and so on and so forth. So stuff you can actually wear and, and go out and about in um, that you won't find on the uh, Arcade Audio apparel page. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we, we come up with a lot of uh, dumb bits and apparel ideas that uh, we probably wouldn't mass produce. So we would instead... Uh, slide those BBs uh, over, make them available for Patreon folks only. Um, if you have any questions, corrections, suggestions uh, regarding uh, merch or uh, daddy figures taking a daddy interest in you, um, uh, you can uh, you can send those to us on the emails. Cass, what's our email? Sharedhistorypodcast at gmail.com. I like how we always make it like it's a pop quiz. Did I get it? Well, because you, you did. You did. You are the it's one that right. says it every time and you I, always get it wrong or are nervous about it. So I'm like, oh, I'm on the spot now. It's all right. She said Cass and my heart dropped to my stomach because I thought she was talking <laughs> to me. And I was like, oh, uh, I got to check my email for the email. Uh. Cassie, quick. What's the password, though? Uh, no, don't. No, don't. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. NatalieRocks.com. Okay, bye. <laughs> Shit. She knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie made the password clearly. Yeah, clearly. I'm a Leo. She is baby. a Leo. <laughs> Such a Leo. Oh uh, man, what a what a fun topic. What a fun what a fun time. Um, thank you for sharing with us. Oh, I would always love to share this with you and with our special guest. Cassie. Should we Should we do it now or should we, should we share, share you later? later. Do you like that lob up? God, that was a weird one. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Shared History. And thank you to Cassie Ballschmidt for joining us for a second time this season as a guest. This time to provide some color commentary. If you missed Cassie's first episode, she was our guest on episode 19 and she shared with us some very interesting film history about Frances Marion, female 
director and screenwriter. Cassie Balschmidt is still a very versatile, very talented local filmmaker in Chicago. She just recently joined the DGA. She's a friend of the pod. She's fantastic. We love her a lot. For more information about her, you can give her a follow at at Cassie's Story on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Cassie's Story, C-A-S-S-I-E-S-S-T-O-R-Y. Thank you once again, Cassie. Share you later. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.